Beyond her, the twin moons had lowered in the west. She knew it shouldn't, but the night felt strangely serene. That was when Cheda felt a new heartbeat, one she was sure hadn't been there a moment ago. Someone has come, Cheda said, but it came out in a whisper. Sumeya, someone has come. Sumeya heard her this time. She stood, drawing her shamshir in a blinding flourish, and turned to the precise location where Cheda had sensed the new heartbeat. In a burst of movement, she dove right and whistled, Enemy, beware! Something dark streaked through the air where Sumeya had been standing. The black shaft of an arrow sunk deep into the chest of an Asir, who wailed as she was spun to the ground. Mavra lifted her arm and pointed beyond the trees. Bashir, she called. King Bashir has come, Sedef was suddenly by Cheda's side, pulling her to her feet. Sumeya sprinted along the pathway toward the open desert. Attack, she whistled to Melise. Protect our flank. Cheda saw movement to her left. The trees were parting. A tunnel of sorts opened directly ahead of her, giving a narrow view of the desert. On the sand stood a dark shape, bow drawn, sighting along the shaft of another arrow. The bowman released, the arrow flying straight for Cheda's head. She'd begun to move, but already knew it was too late. Sedef charged into the arrow's path and took it deep in the chest. He reeled from it, then grabbed the shaft and yanked it free. Bits of flesh and dark blood flew. He turned and loped with the others along the paths through the grove, following Sumeya. Cheda felt light-headed. Her ability to feel those around her wavered. She felt King Bashir's presence, but then he was simply gone. With a meaty thump, an arrow struck Mavra's side, where she was lumbering behind Cheda. Mavra screamed, a pitiful high-pitched sound that turned into a growl. Sedef reached her side, placed a hand around the shaft, and drew the arrow from her ribs. He caught another of the black-fletched arrows in his thigh for the trouble. They fled from the blooming field and into open desert. Melee stood ready with her short bow, the string already pulled to her cheek. Sumeya had just strung hers and was drawing an arrow from the quiver along her back. If we don't do something, Sumeya said, he'll kill us all. From within the blooming fields, more arrows streaked through the night. Melise and Sumeya let fly with arrows of their own, but their shots never found their target. Bashir's angle of attack was always carefully chosen, and their arrows were often caught in the branches. Whenever their aim came too close, Bashir simply moved to a new location where the branches would part for him, opening up a new pathway for his deadly fire. He was concentrating on the Asirim, sending them into a panic. But Cheda waited with River's daughter drawn, her mind open and aware, knowing that sooner or later Bashir would return his attention to the three of them. She felt a shift, and Bashir's dark silhouette appeared inside the blooming fields, twenty paces away. His bow was already drawn and aimed towards Sumeya. Cheda slid right and lunged with her buckler as the arrow was released. It struck her shield hard. 
and ricocheted with an ear-piercing ting. Bashir loosed two more in rapid succession, one for Cheda, another for Melise. Cheda dodged the one meant for her and blocked the other, though this time the arrow struck the face of her buckler with so much force, her entire arm went numb. Her joints were just starting to tingle, the feeling returning, when she felt a tug along her lower back, then a burning along her skin, evidence of a grazing arrow that bit into the nearby dune with a sound like crunching gravel. It took Melisse and Sumeya only the beat of a heart to aim and loose their arrows, but by then Bashir was already gone. 